0: You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast. This is episode number 131. Hello, everyone. My name is JC Lee Pulford, your host of the Hello Awesome Podcast. Welcome back. If you are tuning in for this season, season eight, I am so excited that you are here. We are going through episodes with a theme titled Fruitful. Every other week, we have been having incredible testimonies from women of God who went through the fire and are now walking in the light of God displaying the fruit of the Spirit as according to Galatians 5. Today, we are actually going to go through part three of our Fruit of the Spirit Bible study, focusing on the next three elements listed, long-suffering, gentleness, and goodness. I don't want to take up much of your time, but I hope that you are going to be blessed by the study. And I just want to thank you for being here once again. Don't forget a pen and paper to take notes. You're going to want to look back on these sometime later for sure. Let's get to this study. Are you ready? This is episode number 131 that I am calling Fruit of the Spirit, Part 3. Hey guys, I'm JC. Are you ready for real conversations about faith, business, and life? Me too. This is the Hello Awesome Podcast, where I bring forth topics and truthful insights that will encourage you to make intentional choices and pursue God with your whole heart. Are you ready to say hello to the awesome blessings that God has for you? All right, let's do this. As you know, every season, I have wonderful friends that are willing to bless you with some deals. And this season is no different. Back again to sponsor the podcast is our good friends over at Nuggles. If you are looking for stylish yet comfortable, modest clothes this season, Nuggles has the best items to add to your closet at an affordable price. Just use our special code, HelloAwesome10, for 10% off at Nuggles.us. That's N-U-G-G-L-E-S.us, and upgrade your modesty game right now. It's hard to know what products are toxic for your skin these days, right? But shopping with Oneness Essentials, you won't have to worry about anything except how to not be completely obsessed. Like with their luscious lotion sticks, creamy body butter, and handmade cold-pressed soaps available in so many scents. Never worry about dry skin again. Use code HELLO8 for 15% off your order at onenesssoapbiz.com. That's O-N-E-N-E-S-S-S-O-A-P-B-I-Z.com today. Kaylee is a modest shop for Athletic Apostolics and The Daily Go-Getter. With quality stretchy skirts and dresses, Kaylee has what you need to make your wardrobe more versatile. Use code HELLOAUSOME15 for 15% off your order on their website Kaylee.com. That's K-H-A-Y-E-L-Y.com. And check out their wide selection today. Listen, I love being artsy. You should know that. But my handwriting kind of isn't the best. Thankfully, we have the Graceful Pen, a place for joyfully handmade stationery and gifts to uplift, inspire, and encourage. Table cards, invitations, gift tags, and envelope calligraphy are just some of their beautiful services. I truly think the Graceful Pen is doing something so wonderful and I hope you will take advantage of using our code S O H A P. 22 for 5% off your custom calligraphy service this season. Our last sponsor of the Hello Awesome podcast is truly changing lives while also nourishing our skin with a spa-like quality. Delish Lips offers organic skincare with aromatherapy while donating 100% of their proceeds to World Missions. Shop this unique but powerful ministry by going to delishlipsnaturalbeauty.com and consider the change you are contributing to all around the world in the name of Jesus. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hello Awesome podcast. I am so excited that you are back here with me, JC, as we continue our study on the fruit of the Spirit this is part three, so if you have not listened to the first two parts, you can do so after this episode. I am so excited about what God has been teaching us through this study. It has been pumping me up and just getting me fired up and I hope it has done the same for you. So we are breaking down the verse in Galatians 5:22 and 23 that says, "But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. We have already covered the difference between the fruit of the spirit and the lust of the flesh, also the three foundational parts of the fruit that are listed here, which is love, joy, and peace. Today, I want to talk about the next three on the list because I find it interesting that after the scripture mentions these beautiful, hope-filled, important elements, love, joy, and peace, the gears switch just a little bit, and Paul takes us deeper by following up with long-suffering gentleness and goodness. The lists given are like bricks that build upon one another. Individually, they are good things, but together, they are holy things. When we have active the love Joy and peace of God, we are prepared to endure, to be steadfast, to exhibit patience in spite of troubles, especially caused by other people. When life throws things our way and our shoulders feel heavy, His love, joy, and peace will keep us. It will equip you with a patience that cannot be conjured up on your own. This entire season, we are sharing powerful testimonies. People who have been through it all and have come out on the other side thanks to the mercy and grace of God. As we have learned to follow the Lord and repent, it is anything but easy. The journey of a convert is coming face to face with a new way that seems foreign, but that we know is the true way. And I believe that God wants us to understand That all of us, no matter our background or testimony, are on this path to display the fruit of the Spirit as we follow Jesus. Seasoned saint or beginner, none of us are too good or too new for this. We will never graduate from growing in faith. So before we go on, I encourage you to sit with this lesson and learn what the Lord is trying to share with us right now. Therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest. For wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself. For thou that judgest, dost the same things. But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. And thinkest thou this, O man, that judgest them which do such things, and doest the same, that thou shalt escape judgment of God? Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? Romans 2, 1-4 through Our ability to rely on God and endure will release a patience that others can benefit from. In our agitation and anger, we can derail someone's pursuit of faith. I am going to openly admit right here that this is probably the biggest sore spot for me. Like Jesus, it is possible to lay down our rights and express God's love and grace in order to usher and lead others to repentance within their own hearts. That even when we are treated poorly, we can still act calm. When we are cast aside, we can act wise. Long-suffering is knowing that you no longer have to show up to every battle you are invited to. God did not ask you to fight for yourself or for Him. God said He will fight for you. The Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. Exodus 14 14. Children and non-believers need to see the power of Christ is made perfect in our weakness. Grace with conditions is not grace at all. Think about what would happen if Jesus threw in the towel at Calvary because the suffering was too great. As much as it would have made sense for Jesus to stop the injustice against him, it would have given in to his humanity. But Jesus was not focusing on the injustice. He was focusing on souls, on us, on putting death and sin back in its rightful place, providing a new way for salvation. And so he endured and suffered with supernatural patience. The right thing to do for us would have been to fight back. But Jesus didn't do that, at least not in the natural. He went to battle in the spiritual. Just know that I am speaking to me here too. This is why we need to stop making excuses for our anger. Yes, Jesus did get angry. We know in the Old Testament, God was angry many times. But he is holy and his anger is not the same as ours. While we get angry because our Starbucks order was wrong again this week, God gets angry when sin blinds his children. Long-suffering encourages anger to sit down so that love can stand in its place. Anger is not a sin. Our response to the anger is, or can be. God is just in all his actions, whether we agree with them or not. But just because one time in the Bible we read that Jesus flips some tables, it does not give us the right to mirror that too. Jesus had his reasons then because he understands things that we do not. Our anger is a sign to pay attention. It is a warning that something needs to be addressed and it should encourage us to understand what makes us angry and why. We have been fed the lie by society that tells us in order to be assertive and strong, we must act in anger and pride. But the fruit of the Spirit does not hold anger and pride. It counteracts them. This is why it makes sense that God impressed upon Paul to list gentleness right after long-suffering. Gentleness is not being a doormat or rolling over in the face of confrontation. Sometimes there is a stigma attached to that, to being gentle, that creates the perception of a weak Christian. But the strongest thing that any one of us can do is remain patient during a trial and respond with a gentle spirit, even when we really want to respond in anger. Put on therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, in hymns, and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him, Colossians 3, 12-17. Gentleness is a measure of God's identity, gently reaching the broken through us. So it's important to remember that we do not war against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers as stated in Ephesians 6.12. We do not respond with gentleness because it's what we've received in return, no matter what. Gentleness towards others, especially those who have zero remorse for how they treat us, is a sign of a changed heart. We can still set boundaries and speak with bold authority. Gentleness does not mean that we don't have standards or a backbone. It just means that our responses will not reflect what our flesh is really telling us to do. The Lord is transforming us into his image. That is the purpose of the fruit of the Spirit. So that others can see Christ through us no matter what our past looks like because that no longer binds the choices we make today. This is about the gentleness of the Spirit as he reaches to the fallen and wounded world through our example as we are here on earth. He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Proverbs twenty five twenty eight. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Galatians 5, 25 and 26. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs eighteen twenty one, Words have power. Let us use them wisely, especially if we proclaim to be a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to sweeten our communication by the fruit of the Spirit. It will lead to a reflection of His goodness and be a shining bright spot in a dark, hurting world. Jesus is gently calling out to each one of us to quiet our spirit and to trust Him. God is gentle but powerful. Our gentleness can still hold power because it does not come from us. It comes from Him. Let us speak gently with gentle tones. And gentle responses to others, to choose to be gentle with those who may choose differently. In the multitude of words there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. Proverbs 1019. He that hath knowledge spareth his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise. And he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. Proverbs 17, 27 and 28. When we respond with gentleness, it expresses the goodness of God through us. People become blessed because we are blessed and we end up showing them the truth through our fruit. God does everything decently and in order And this includes the fruit of the Spirit. I pray we can ask God to help us every single day to put on a cloak of gentleness. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. Titus three. One and two, gentleness leads to goodness because we are focusing on how good God is, not on how good or not good our situation is or how good or not good the people around us are. It really doesn't matter because the goodness of God exceeds them all. We can be the very best versions of ourselves because of the goodness that God has showered on us. And we can share that with everyone we come in contact with daily. The goodness that people experience around us is not because we are good, but that we have a good God who loves us so much that he has placed us on a path to get better and be blessed while we walk. Goodness is the foundation for kindness. Goodness is not something that God just has. It's who he is. God is good. Goodness within us is what causes us to be kind to others. The main way for us to develop goodness is to spend more time with a good God. Goodness is a change in our spirit that leads us to the act of kindness. If we struggle with being kind, first of all, you're not alone. I've been there and sometimes I'm still there. But we have to remember that it's time to go back to the goodness of God and he will restore it. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Psalms 34, 8. The goodness of God is what will lead sinners to repentance. How we speak and treat others shows that if we are tired or experiencing pressure, we are going to run short on kindness. Literally, this just happened to me today. None of us are excused from this but we cannot use it as an excuse. It's up to us to look to God for a fresh supply of kindness. And that means we must live in continual fellowship with God. He will express his goodness to us and it will help us to be good stewards of the influence we have within the relationships that we operate in. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men, for he satisfieth the longing soul, and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Psalms 107, 8, and 9. Remember that God's goodness manifested through us has the power to lead others to change, just like it led us to a new life. When we are born again, our spirit is made new, but unfortunately not our flesh. We have to still live with it, And so we must subject our flesh to the fruit of the Spirit and the path that leads to righteousness. Let us choose to yield to God in His goodness, to overcome our selfish ways. Be a good tree that will bear good fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits, ye shall know them. Matthew 7, 18 through 20. All right, friends, I am going to stop here, but the next study will be the final one of this season, part four. I hope you have been blessed like I have going through the fruit of the Spirit. Please take a screenshot of your podcast player or wherever you're listening to this Episode And share a photo on Instagram tagging me at Hello Awesome Live. Letting me know your thoughts. For all you Apple Podcasts or iTunes listeners, leave a five-star review. Letting me know how God has touched you through the Hello Awesome podcast. I hope you guys also go follow Hello Awesome on YouTube. Subscribe. All of these podcast episodes will be uploaded there. You can listen to them. And you can be blessed and share. Be sure to tune in again next week, guys, for another incredible testimony here on Season 8 of the Hello Awesome Podcast. Thank you so, so much for all of your attention and your love. I am going to leave you with one last scripture today. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 12, 21. I hope and pray we do just that this week, my friends. And beyond, talk to you soon. Until next time. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories? Tagging me at Hello awesome Live? I would be so encouraged. Also, please leave a five-star review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts, sharing how God used this to bless you. Don't forget to subscribe so you can tune in to future episodes. To learn more about Hello Awesome and shop inspirational products, head to helloawesome.live using the promo code HELLO10 for 10% off your next purchase. Until next time, keep your chin up beautiful.